Destination Sailing Channel is sponsored by Seawater Pro. If you are buying a water maker, follow the link below and receive an additional set of filters with your purchase. If you speak with Mike at Seawater Pro, don't forget to mention Destination Sailing Channel. Hello and welcome to Destination Sailing Channel. I am Carla. And I am Simon. And we are from the YouTube sailing channel Sailing Ocean Forks. Over the past three years we have sailed over 26,000 miles through the Mediterranean, across the Atlantic and the Caribbean. In this series we will be looking at some of our favourite islands, towns and keys we have visited during the adventure. This will give you a fresh insight into your next destination, what to expect on arrival, places to stay, things to do and how to find those necessary provisions from propane to bananas. So let's start with this week's location, Mindelo, in the islands of Cape Verde. We last visited in January 2019 on our Atlantic crossing to Barbados. So location is located 16 degrees north of Mindelo, is around 80, 870 nautical miles southwest of Las Palmas in Gran Canaria, 500 nautical miles from the coast of Africa and your journey on to Barbados is just over 2,000 nautical miles. Yes, and what a ride it will be too. This is one of the greatest trade wind sailing routes in the world. If you choose not to stop at Mindelo, you would still head southwest from Las Palmas before bearing away to the west at this latitude. As the saying goes, head south until the butter melts. I used, you used to say that and I, was, I couldn't really understand. No, until, that's what they used to yeah, do, yeah. the old uh, ship, ship people yeah. on the sailing boats. They were just carrying, heading south and then when the butter melted, uh, literally yeah. melted, they'd know they were far enough south so they would turn west yeah. and that would take them to their destination. Yeah. And uh, basically it happens around about uh, 15 degrees when you enter the tropics. Wonderful. And the fishing's rather good as well. It's very good. Yeah. My gosh, we had the best fishing ever on that yeah, journey. Absolutely fantastic. Yes, yes. Beautiful. So language. Uh, Portuguese is the local language as it was a Portuguese colony. Uh, English is spoken at the marina and the government offices as well as in the restaurants. The courtesy flag is the national flag. The flag is blue with <coughs> white and red stripes and ten gold stars, one for each of the islands. So weather, uh, Mindelo City has a desert climate. The average annual temperature is min, min, in Mindelo is 74 Fahrenheit degrees. It is very dry with only 127 millimeters or 5 inches of rain per year. If you are arriving in the winter months, you should be welcomed by a temperature of 23 degrees in the summer and rises over to 30 degrees Celsius. Yeah, the weather there is absolutely fantastic, fantastic. All, way, all year round. Yeah. And you really feel for the first time that you're down in the tropics. Yeah. Uh, though the Atlantic hurricanes are born in this part of the world, uh, it actually doesn't affect the islands at all because this is just where they start before they actually grow in intensity as they move westwards across the Atlantic and into the Caribbean. Interesting facts. Across all 10 islands, only 10% of the island's land is suitable for agriculture. It's quite actually a sort of desert place, isn't yes, it? When, very you, dry. when you look at the town of Mindelo and you've got these brown mountains in the back, uh, it's actually really almost like being in a desert. Yeah. So Charles Darwin once visited Cape Verde. He spent 21 days on the islands. Christopher Columbus also visited the island of Boa Vista in, 19, in 1498. And Vasco da Gama visited Santiago in 1497. 
The standard of living in Cape Verde is higher than most that of most African nations, thanks to the stability of the democracy. The long-eared bat is the only native animal to the islands. The country only has 73 cars per thousand people. And you can actually feel that. Yeah, you? there's not that many cars on yeah. the island. Mind you, there's not that many roads either. No. <laughs> uh, so these places are actually quite deserted. Yes. So currency. The Cape Verde Escudo is the national currency. It is tied to the euro at Cape Verde Escudo 110.2 to the one euro. The area is widely accepted to one to one. Yeah, nearly everybody who talks to you uh, in the marina, if they're talking about doing a job on your boat or anything like that, they will be talking euros. Yes. Uh, time zone is UTC minus one, that is the same as mainland Europe. So Mindelo is the major city on the island of San Vicente and is home to 93% of the island's 70,000 population. Navigation. Navigation into, into Mindelo is quite straightforward during daylight hours. There's a light on the small island of Isles dos Passos off the entrance uh, to Mindelo in the Canal de San Vincent. This is the uh, channel that runs between the two islands there. Pass this to starboard and keep away from the port side coast due to the wrecks and you need to be off the coast by at least at least 100 meters. Make your way past the end of the brake work to, for the commercial port. Call the marina on VHF channel 16 for instructions. They will assist you with your lines. At night the buoys can be difficult to see due to background clutter from the town. Yeah, it would actually be better to arrive in the day. Uh, you will also find that there's quite a lot of boats just anchored out there without any lights on and sort of cargo ships uh, and things like that. So um, you would be better arriving in the day and not at night. Yes, so voyage. Region A, so the red square top boys will be on the left as you want enter from the ocean. Checking in, you have to visit three offices. First of all, you have to go to the marina, produce your passport, your insurance document and your ship's papers. After that, you have to go to customs and immigration. Uh, the marina office is at the top of the pontoon uh, in the white building next door to the small chandry. Customs and immigration are located around the bay past the sport fishing club and in the building by the ferry port. Immigration is at the front of the building and customs at the far side. It's quite easy to find. It's just yeah, it's, it's not a problem. Yeah. And uh, they're very helpful, actually, weren't yeah. they? Because yeah. it was our first experience yeah. of dealing with customs and immigration and kind of like in a foreign port, uh, a non-European port. And uh, they were very helpful. Um, they, they used to keep your ship's papers. And at one point, they used to also keep your passports. But uh, they don't do that now. And you can just go back there uh, when you're departing and get a ZARP for your next destination. Yeah. So the marina itself, the marina has 144 berths and can accommodate boats up to 50 metres in length. It is open 24 hours a day and has security. Power is provided. It is 220 volts with 16, 32 or 63 amp sockets. Water is available at the berths. Uh, it is metered and you will be paying for this probably for the first time if you're leaving Europe at two euros per hundred litres. So the leeward berths have slimy lines, mad mooring style. So the windward berths have 
bow boards uh, for your line. So it was quite new for us to that system. Wasn't yeah, it? well, the, these these yeah. Uh, the, these buoys are set off, but they must be set off probably around about fifty meters from the actual pontoon. So um, the guy will come along, and as you reverse in, uh, you'll throw him your lines off your back. But you want to make sure those lines are really quite long uh, because uh, you're going to need it. Yeah. Um, certainly, but, our mooring lines are around about uh, forty feet, forty-five feet, and uh, they were just long enough for him to tie it on the buoy and bring it back to the boat. Yeah, but they were quite helpful. They were very helpful, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And when we were going to leave, we just uh, raided them up and the dockhands came out uh, to, to take the lines off. And the lights, yeah. There are showers and, of course, the famous Mindelo floating bar. So this marina is well sheltered and quite safe, but a swell can come through, so snubbers are a good addition to your lines. It is not recommended to walk around the town by yourself at night. And no, I mean that, Carl. I certainly wouldn't do Don't that. Do um, it. Yeah. I mean, I didn't actually hear of anybody being attacked, but I no. actually had quite a nasty experience when I, I went to the sailmaker and I got bundled into a taxi with a couple of local guys telling me that this is, uh, I've been they've been told to tell me to go in this thing and uh, then another guy bundled in the taxi with me and they were really really quite threatening um, and fortunately uh, they wanted money uh, for their time to take me to the cell maker even though the cell maker was due to come and collect me and eventually uh, I managed to get rid of them but only when the cell maker turned up at his house yeah, so it, it, was it quite uh, is a bit scary yeah. to be yeah. honest yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, dinghy docks uh, in front of the floating bar in the marina is a safe place to leave your dinghy if you're anchored out. They will charge you four euros per day. You can also leave it at the sport fishing club on the other side of the bay. It is not recommended to leave it on the beach. If you left it on the beach, you would have to pay somebody to look after it for you. Yes, so boat yard. There is no boat yard. Ask the marina if you require assistance. Yeah, I think that's the answer there is just ask the marina and yeah. they'll probably do whatever they can do. Yeah. There must be a way to get a boat out of the water, even if it's a crane in the commercial harbour. Mm -hmm. uh, anchorages, you may anchor to the south of the marina. The holding apparently, according to noon site, is patchy due to the volcanic rock under the sand. So make sure you are well dug in. You can no longer find space in the bay between the marina and the sports fishing club due to local boats. Uh, a few years ago, you used to be able to go right in next door to the marina and anchor in the little bay there. But to be honest, now it is absolutely full of local boats, some of them of which have never been anywhere for years. Uh, fuel, fuel is available at the filling station at the end of the pier on the marina. Uh, we filled our tanks up there. Um, we probably only took on about 200 litres, but uh, we had no problem with the fuel whatsoever. Uh, it was nice and clean. So propane is available at the marina's chandlery, three kilos camping gas bottles, or you can walk to the propane filling depot along the seafront. They will fill your own cylinders. Cost of three kilos is 350 euros, the cheapest propane Absolutely. you can never find. And very helpful. Yeah. Uh, no problem whatsoever. You just trundle up there and see the guy and he will sort you out. Mm -hmm. uh, there are some ferry services around. Uh, the Port of Mindelo has regular ferry services across to Porto Novo on Santo Anteo. Anto. <laughs> Uh, banks, yes, there are banks, and there is an ATM machine in Mindelo. But make sure you have somebody with you watching your Every back. Everything you do there, make sure you go two of you, not just yeah, you absolutely. Don't go by yourself. The, the closest one is just uh, out, up from the marina and turn right, and yeah. there's one in a local shop just along there. But honestly, I'd have somebody standing the other direction watching yeah. what's going on 
just in case. I know this sounds awful, but if you are coming from Europe, this is the first time you're really entering a country where it may not be as safe as what you're used to. Yes. So supermarkets, there are many small grocery shops and markets. Fresh fruit and vegetables are easy to find. So this is a good place to stock up for the next two weeks to the Caribbean. So they tend to have uh, fruit and vegetables selling everywhere and they have a very, very good big yeah. market. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. if you need anything. No problem at all, is no, there? No, if anybody tells really. you, oh, you need to stock up in Las Palmas for the whole journey, you don't, do you? No, you no. can top up there. Yeah, top yes. up there easily. Yes. Uh, Chandri, there is a small Chandri uh, at the marina, just at the top of the pontoon. Um, and also there are a couple of uh, fishing tackle shops, which apparently do sell some at marina part as well. Best check out No Foreign Land uh, to find a location of those. Yes, so hardware store. In town there are a few small hardware shops. Okay, sell maker. Uh, ask at the marina. Uh, Toka is uh, the local cell repairman and he's actually very helpful. He does work at the marina as well. He does a good job of repairing yourselves. We had some uh, chafe on our Genoa and on our main cell, which he looked after for us uh, while we were there. Uh, but it is a bit of a ride and if he tells you to wait for him at the end of the pier uh, by the road, then wait for him. Wait Do for not him. Don't go with anyone else. <laughs> Destination Sailing Channel is sponsored by Seawater Pro. If you are buying a water maker, follow the link below and receive an additional set of filters. If you speak with Mike at Seawater Pro, don't forget to mention Destination Sailing Channel. Check out our video where we installed our Seawater Pro water maker. A settlement at Mindelo was founded in 1793 by the Portuguese. It was initially named Nossa Senhora da Luz, renamed Leopoldina around 1820 after the Queen Consort. In 1838, it was renamed Mindelo after the 1832 landing at Mindelo, north of Porto. It became a coal depot for ships of the British East India Company in 1838, followed by the Royal Mail Steam Packet Company in 1850. From the beginning of the 20th century, the port of Mindelo lost its importance for transatlantic navigation. This was due to the shift from coal to oil as fuel for ships. Uh, the rise of competing ports like Dakar and the Canary Islands and the lack of investment in port infrastructure caused its decline. Okay, so what to see and do? Well, first of all, the floating bar at the marina is a must. It's a great spot for catching up with friends, chatting about your journey down from Europe. For us, it was one of the highlights of our visit. Absolutely. So swimming is great in the tropical waters. Yeah, for the first time you can yep. go swimming in the tropical waters. Absolutely great. Um, you'll really enjoy it off the sandy beaches. Tour of the town, taken in the art murals, painted on all the houses and walls, is a must. You could go on an organized tour of the island. The cost is about 75 euros for a half day. Pika Pal restaurant is a favorite. It was established in 1974 and has many letters on the walls from passing sailors. It's just like one of those places where all yachtsmen have to go yeah. and uh, leave something behind. Yeah. So the Italian tavern, a short walk from the marina, is another great spot for food if you do not want to cook. The lobster is a speciality of the house. Yeah, we went to both these restaurants, didn't we? Yeah. To be fair, there isn't that much to do uh, in 
uh, Mindelo. Um, the Cape Verde Islands are a great place to go for a kind of uh, Caribbean-style holiday, which is relatively close to Europe during the uh, winter month. Connections. There is an airport, Cesarea Evora. Airport is located approximately six and a half miles southwest of Mindelo. So thank you for listening to our channel. Just a reminder that you can see our adventure on YouTube at Sailing Ocean Fox. Yes, on episodes 43 and 44, and we will put the link on the description below. Destination Sailing Channel is supported by Seawater Pro. If you are buying a water maker, look up the link below and receive an additional set of filters with your purchase. You would also be helping us to produce these free podcasts and videos. You can listen to Destination Sailing Channel as a podcast. Just search for the channel on your preferred podcast platform. This is Simon and Carla from Sailing Ocean Fox on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and all the major podcast platforms. Until next week, fair winds wherever you are sailing.